Hello. Podcast. 57? Welcome to the 57th episode of the Carscast Movie Cast. Uh, I have a trivia question, believe it or not. Um, where would one find Catalonia on a That's, map? Uh, well, it's part of Spain. There you got it. Great. Awesome. Okay. We'll, we'll ask <laughs> another <it>. one then. <laughs> See, this uh, never happens. Usually, a guess. Yeah. Well, first we, of all, usually I get it wrong. See, usually Jeff gets it wrong. it's harder than that. Usually it's harder than that. It's a whole thing. That. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be but clear because that was really got it easy. Right out of the gate. Um, we do have a guest today. Uh, joining us is the amazing Amanda the Jedi. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. You're kind of doing like a, a press tour for your. <laughs> you've been. <laughs> we are one of many podcasts you've been on recently. Uh, I know you, you have one later today. You were just on Sardonicast. Yeah, I was. Yeah. You do intercut all the time. I do. Um, they're great over there, but yeah. we just want a quick disclaimer that you're, we do not, our discussions are not there. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure Jeff can vouch for that. We, we talk about In movies. In fact, it's mostly because of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's totally okay. Movies are definitely like. talked about and that's the best <laughs> we can say about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for being here. We know you have a busy schedule. No, I love it. Thank you. Everything going on. Um, I just like talking, so this is just great. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's everybody been? How's I mean, all things considered, with the week. Uh, I feel like it gets better every week while like things seem to get worse, but it's almost like your brain just accepts it more the longer time goes on. Yeah. So you know, I can't, I'm, yeah. It's like it has. It def, I agree. It hasn't gotten better. But yeah. I definitely just feel numb to it at this point. Yeah, yeah. like I'm no, not it, sleeping well, but mm -hmm. my no. days feel better. My days yeah. feel better. So this yeah. is just my life now, and I have accepted it. <laughs> yeah. See, Jeff, I'm confused because you were running late today, and I don't know how you could <laughs> run late. <laughs> it's because I woke up 30 minutes ago. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 of course. Okay. <laughs> I Also, I went to bed at 4 a.m. last night. I've never – it was a bad night. I just – couldn't everyone's talking about how messed up their sleep schedules are and I never understood mm -hmm. and today I it it all came together. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's just because I don't expend any energy throughout the day. Yeah. That's well <laughs> So then I just I can be awake for eighteen hours straight and it's not yeah. a problem. Understandable. Um has anyone else I just wanna get I I can't tell if this is a universal thing going on right now, but has anyone else experienced slow internet? Is this just me? Or I know in the States, I think certain, I don't live in the States, but I think certain providers are actually throttling internet because there's so many people at home, like watching Netflix yeah. and stuff. And they're just freaking out because they actually have to do their job for once and they don't want to. Right. So <laughs> it's, I mean, been do you have Comcast yeah. or Spectrum? I have CenturyLink, which I Ooh, despise. I, I, I will not <laughs> endorse yeah, my, my parents have Spectrum and that's like the worst. Like I grew that's up with I that. Hear. Because yeah. it used to be called yeah. Bright House, and it um, it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. See, Amanda, you do, like, Twitch streams. I do, Obviously, yeah. that's your – and, like, so you must have pretty good – I've always wanted to get into Twitch streaming, but I just – my internet has never been there. Damn. Yeah, so right now I have fiber op internet, so mm -hmm. okay, that, so, that helps. Yeah. But even before that, it wasn't too bad. Like, when I lived in my old apartment, it really wasn't right. that bad. But I have, like – the big thing is trying to have a wired connection, not yeah. just running off your Wi-Fi. So I have, like, a like a 100-foot Ethernet cable that runs from, like, one room into here. Okay. Because, mm -hmm. like, that's the most reliable way if you're actually planning on taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. 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 It's a struggle. I actually, when this, like, like a couple weeks ago when this started, I found that I had an Ethernet cable that was just long enough to reach into my room from... Amazing. The router. It's, <laughs> the thing is that I, it's still not that great somehow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, our internet's just not very good here. That sucks. <laughs> See, that's like my parents' places like that. Like, if my whole life fell apart and I had to move home, I would, like, my life would basically be over because their, yeah. inter like, their internet's horrible. You can't upload videos there. You can't yeah. right. They live do in, like, anything. 2004. 
Yeah, like they yeah. live on the other side of this tunnel and like good internet <laughs> physically can't get through it. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. That's literally what happened to me. I <laughs> can't go back to my apartment, so I'm at my parents' house. And oh, no. I have to make sure a video is done at like 9 p.m. and then let it upload overnight. And then I can make it public yeah. but uh, yeah i used to have to go to like starbucks if i'm visiting my family after right like, yeah and you this can't do that a, right now exactly so. oh man yeah that's so like a service wild. someone could provide is like some kind of they just set up a van that has good internet and they <laughs> yeah, just, drive just around. park outside well, my house park outside yeah. the house i'll sign in let's go isn't that it. the geeks what is the geek squad isn't that what they do no what aren't they, they don't they, they just, just set up like tv mounts yeah, they, oh, just like, oh, they, they fix like very basic computer problems. Yeah. Like, oh, you oh. forgot to press on. Yeah. They talk big game for what they really they provide. Are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, Amanda, I have one more question before we get into this, because we for met sure. we met back at like Sundance, but then we met at TIFF. Again. Yeah, more We've so. Been yeah. To, yeah. Uh, do you think TIFF is going to happen this year? They're planning to go ahead with it. Like I got the email saying that they're like going ahead with the coordinating and stuff. And I realistically, I like I have no idea. We don't know what's going to happen. But I yeah. think by September, you could arguably hope that things yeah. are going to be OK by September, even if they push it like later into the month of September. So that it's like right. maybe closer to October or something. So I, I think it could happen. Uh, I hope. Yeah, I love TIFF. Yeah, TIFF uh, was the highlight of my year last year. It, yeah, I mean, absolutely. That and Can and Can yeah. they postponed, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. I was it's supposed just, to go to Can this year. Really? Did you get happening. like? Was it no, through press I got, or the three yeah, day? like uh, like I'd started applying for the press stuff, and you know it was like kind of going good, and then I got like the email being like, "We're not going ahead with this wow. right now." And yeah, I hadn't Damn. planned any like flights or anything, so I'm not out anything on that end. But yeah, it's no fun. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, hey, next year. Next year. But you went to Sundance. I well, did. I, out of all the festivals, which one would you say is your your favorite as of now? So I've only been to TIFF and Sundance. I've been to Sundance twice. I okay. would say that in terms of the quality of the movies, TIFF was like the best absolutely like, they absolutely. got the best of like everything and that's kind yeah. of how they benefit being later in the year they get so much good stuff mm -hmm. like last year sundance was amazing and i found some of my favorite movies uh going forward like i'm a huge honey boy fan so i caught that with a q a with the cast and yeah. director which was great um and i love park city like park city is gorgeous so much better than uh salt lake city <laughs> yeah absolutely like salt lake's a little rough but park city's gorgeous and it's it's right. great and but then, like, TIFF, like, I love Toronto. It's a little bit harder to get around because, obviously, the city doesn't shut down in the same way that mm -hmm. Park City does for a yeah. festival. Like, Toronto is still Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, but movie-wise, I go TIFF, just kind of, like, the overall vibe and experience. Uh, Sundance, because we always get, like, a nice big place, and I get to hang out with, like, art and all of them. Yeah. And it's very nice. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We love, we love yeah. art. Yeah. Carson How about you? And I, we're going to try to oh. go to TIFF this year together. You should. Yeah. If it's happening. Yeah. I, absolutely. Because I've been going to the festivals alone, and I got to say, it must be a lot better with friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, oddly enough, like this, like, so the first Sundance, um, just because it was my first time and I was staying with Art and Lena the entire time because I was the mm -hmm. only other person who got a press pass. Um, and I was basically with Alina the entire time because Art has this like fancy walk into any movie whenever he wants to. And she has like the working press and I had yeah. working. So I had basically scheduled most of my movies the same as theirs. Like luckily we did want to see the same ones, but we had almost mm -hmm. identical schedules. This year was a little bit different because I had the general press instead of yeah. working. So we were kind of going in different directions. So I still saw like a bunch of movies alone and I don't even mind doing that. Like it's fun with friends right. for sure. And it's great. But um I think like if the live, yeah, it's like the living experience is, is really fun with friends because at the end of the day, you can kind of like recap what you saw and talk about things. And then, yeah. you know, if different people see different things, you can be like, you should go see this tomorrow instead mm -hmm. of this because this sucked and this was really good. So there's yeah. benefits to both for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of, I we'll, we'll go with Canada. That'll be the transition. <laughs> <Canada. Yeah. laughs> speaking of uh, Canada, today we're talking about Scott Pilgrim. Versus yes. the world. Yes. Uh, I think you're excited about this. I mean, you recommended. You're the one <laughs> I, that told us to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you asked, um, and I was like, mm, that's mm, what I want to say, but maybe it's not a good answer. But I was like, <laughs> no, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're excited about it. Everyone on Twitter, when we announced it, was pretty excited. Yeah, uh, So, yeah, I, I'm assuming we've all seen it before. 
I mean, yes. prior to this mm-hmm. podcast, Jeff, yes. you've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Amanda, you, I coincidentally listened to this episode of Intercut where they're talking about the best of the decade. You, this yes. is, is this your best of the decade? Like the It's movie? like this, it's like this and Social Network are like the two okay. movies I found of the decade that had like the biggest impact on me. Right. Like Social Network was like, I loved, I liked it way more than I thought I would when I first saw it. And then it like mm-hmm. built over the years and I just love yeah. it so much. But like Scott Pilgrim was one of these things that like, if you like that intro when they start playing and it goes through all the different cast member names and then like it's like knives is like you guys are so awesome like amazing and then i was like Mm -hmm. that's how i feel when i'm done watching the movie is this like feeling of awe and all the crazy editing because i feel like no Mm -hmm. one up until that point had done anything remotely similar to that exactly and yeah. the on-screen, like, I don't, like, I literally don't think this movie would have been anywhere near as good if Edgar Wright had not been the director, because I feel like he's the only person who can handle that in that way and make mm-hmm. it come across, like, really good. A lot of people have tried since then and kind of done okay with it, but that was, like, the pinnacle. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, <sighs> no one had done this before it, and mm-hmm. no one has really been able to pull it off since. Like, exactly. it is impossible to replicate this movie. Mm-hmm. In the same way, I I realized when watching this, this is kind of like uh, Edgar Wright's Grand Budapest Hotel, like to what that was to Wes Ant, where he did not hold back at all with his style. And it's just Mm -hmm. throwing everything at the wall. Yeah. And it came together. Yeah. yeah, It is insane. It's overwhelming. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I always think about that because I know in your... um, in your marriage story video, you were talking about like the subtleties of editing and the things you don't notice when it comes to that. And then I <laughs> yeah. think you might have mentioned Edgar Wright specifically, or maybe mm-hmm. I was just thinking that in my head. No, and yeah. I was like, it's like sometimes it's nice to just be like, wow, that subtle little thing that you didn't notice and then on right. repeat watching you notice it. But sometimes it's really nice when it's in your face, the degree that mm-hmm. it is with something right. like Scott Pilgrim. It's like so, so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people <sighs> confuse or struggle to differentiate like VFX and editing. And a lot of people always talk about that part of Edgar Wright, like the VFX and the Mm -hmm. cutting to music, but editing from a pacing standpoint too is amazing in this movie. It moves along so smoothly. Yeah. There's never a dull moment. It's so good. Like he'll be panicking one moment and like deadpanning. And then it just has Mm -hmm. like Steven Stills come in like Scott off screen. And then that's suddenly they're in a different place, different time. Mm -hmm. And it just moves the story along without having like some like standard transition. It's just suddenly you're in the next spot because a character is like entered the frame. Right. Um, I mean, they also managed to make Michael Sarah look cool while he's fighting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I feel like that's an achievement right there. That's impressive. Yeah. There's the one scene where I think he's fighting the uh, stunt doubles or Chris Mm -hmm. Evans's Mm -hmm. clones or whatever. Um, Yeah. And I'm like, that's actually Michael Sarah out there. He's actually throwing punches. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah. Um, this was kind of it. Well, never mind. I was going to say this is like the last good thing Michael Sarah has done, but I, I he's, he's done plenty he's, since yeah, this. He's, yeah, he's done some he's stuff. He's just kind of doing his, his theater stuff. Um, let's see. I uh, I don't think this is Edgar Wright's best movie. I'll come out and say it, That's which fair. I think is a hot take. Uh, I, I think that it's a pro and con that this is so doubled down in what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are certain scenes that like when you don't click with it, you're out and it's just kind of weird to watch. But Absolutely. if you're there 100% of the time, it's an amazing time. Yeah. Um, my least favorite scene, the one that I, I have always thought is just doesn't work at all for me is that first boyfriend confrontation mm, at the time. battle of the bands thing. Yeah. And I never knew why I always just thought it was uncomfortable, but when watching it this latest time, it was literally the song. I think it's the oh, yeah. worst song yeah, in the movie. That is a terrible <laughs> it song. Is, but I think it's on purpose because they even right. cut to Anna Kendrick, like his sister, and she's like, mm-hmm. what? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's almost yeah. like they make it okay by pointing out that everyone around this person realizes that it's stupid and goofy. Yeah. So I think as long as you can kind of like go with that, you're okay. It's not like everyone's yeah. like, oh my God, what an amazing demon hipster chick song. <laughs> There's a reason why that didn't make it onto the soundtrack and everything else is on the soundtrack. I never even noticed that. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's so not. It's yeah. not also, he's like the first one, which it's kind of like if you've ever played Punch Out, he's kind of yes. like Glass Joe. Yeah, it's setting the tone. It's like it's 
really int- it's it's kind of introducing how wacky the whole thing's going mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. and then that's your point like if you want to jump off now you leave if not you keep going yeah yeah um there is a correct answer to this but what is your favorite <laughs> uh song <laughs> moment in the movie oh my god there's so many good ones um i'm gonna go with the correct answer whatever that is <laughs> yeah what is the correct answer Kristen? <laughs> i i like the and i'm blanking on the song name i just added it to my playlist it's the one with brie larson oh yeah uh, black black sheep yep that's the one that's yeah, yeah metric that, amazing yeah the so met, yeah, song <laughs> yeah yeah so they, there is a full version of her singing it Mm-hmm. Um, but th- there's like an entire song by the Canadian band Metric playing it too. And like, it sounds right. exactly the same. It's so good. That song is amazing. A uh, big fan of I'm so sad. So very, very sad. <laughs> that's a good one. You know, <laughs> that's a classic <laughs> moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so good. Uh, it's an amazing movie. Uh, it is. I have to ask because you're Canadian. Yes. And this is a, well, it's a, <laughs> when you described it, it's a Canadian movie made by a British man. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Like, <laughs> Is it different watching it as a kid? Like, is there certain details about it that feel Canadian? Yeah, there's there's a lot. Like, obviously, we all have that, like, interspace dream highway thing where we just see people <laughs> not okay. um, No, there is a lot, though. Uh, it's like, I, obviously, it ha- like the second cup. The place his sister works is in a Starbucks at the second cup, which is like a oh, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a Canadian coffee place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, there's just like, it's just little things. It's like some of the cheesy jokes. That I feel like it's the overall attitude, because obviously, like the original like comic series is by a Canadian. So it just kind of has right. a lot of that infusion used in there uh yeah it feels canadian like that's why that's one of the reasons why i like it so much um whatever feeling canadian means but Mm -hmm. i don't know it's fun it's goofy now that i have like the time i kind of want it because i was never i I never read the original Mm -hmm. comics for this i don't know if you have yeah um i'm assuming you have (laughs) yeah there's differences for sure Okay, cool. I'm very curious to check them out. And if yeah, Edgar Wright started developing the movie before it was done. Okay. So yeah, yeah, there, yeah. so the ending is where it kind of goes a little bit, and you'll mm-hmm. notice even in the movie, like they start rushing through, like the Katsuyanagi twins are kind of rushed through, yeah. which is mm-hmm. fine. Um, but yeah, there's there's some distinct differences. I personally like the way the movie wraps up, but I understand why the comics wrap up differently. But yeah, it's worth reading for sure. And they they have like the colored versions now, which is cool. Sick. Yeah. yeah, I'll check it out. I yeah. want more. Like, I want Edgar Wright to do more comic adaptations. Yeah, they're really <laughs> good. Um, this was just such a great example. Like, I feel like when this was originally like announced. Like, if it were on Twitter today and they'd be like, Edgar Wright is doing a Scott Pilgrim movie, I, f- I feel like the expectations would be so high. And this is yeah. one of those rare cases where it turned out exactly how it was supposed to. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It um, feels like that perfect blend of like a comic book, a movie and a video game kind of like all yeah. like coming together. So would both of you agree that Baby Driver is his most similar other film? Yes. Yeah. I think his American movies kind of have, well, his North American movies definitely have like a certain vibe to them versus like the Cornetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like my personal favorite from him is, is uh, Hot Fuzz just mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's so chaotic and it's, it's, it doubles down in the same way this does, but in a little bit more of an aggressive way, mm-hmm. less like, I mean, it's not Goofy. a comic book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen The World's End. Uh, okay. I'm really, I don't know what your thoughts are on it. People keep telling me to check it out. Yeah. I'm, I like it, but again, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm actually in the minority that I prefer Edgar Wright's North American movies. Like I love mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead. I love Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Yeah. World's End is great too, but like I really connect to what he does with these ones. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. obviously just like the comic book stuff is like right up my alley, but Baby Driver, it's like the same thing, the editing to the beat of the music and different mm-hmm. little things yeah. like that. I really, really appreciate and like, and he, he does it in the other ones too, like Shaun of the Dead, but it's like those ones walked so that could run mm-hmm. in that direction. Yeah. With the music, no, I think so. I agree with you on that. Okay, cool. And then Carson, I would say at world's end is like the weakest of all of these, but it's still yeah. good. If, yeah. You know, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. Like it's um, definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, I, his next one last, what is it called? Last night in Soho. Yeah. Or last night. Late in night? Soho. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't have much to say about that, but I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> Whenever it ends up coming. Yeah. I can't really... That th- Here's the thing about this movie is I can't really come up with... 
and this is kind of similar to our Fight Club discussion that we had, Jeff. It's like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with this movie because everything yeah. that it does, it does because that it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um, so you can't really say there's a flaw. It just that one boyfriend scene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody knows it it's stupid, so it's but okay. But everybody, it's the whole point. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody have anything else to add? I did not come as prepared for this as I was supposed to. <laughs> I, I, okay. okay, the one thing that, like, if you think too hard about it is kind of weird is that, like, he's murdering all these people. <laughs> yeah, basically. He is. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's the video game vibe of it. Like, yeah, you work your way right, yeah. through all the bad guys. But And that's the thing where it's like, but they play it in a way where it's it's still, like, happening in the real world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're just so like, gone. Like, yeah, when he, you know, when he kills his ex girlfriend's boyfriend, he's like, "Sorry, I guess." Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like he, he just, kills her, but it's like he yeah, just explodes just, into coins. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I like always just, thought the way he kill, quote unquote, kills Chris Evans' character is just so wow. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. just makes it. him grind down a yeah. Yeah, because um, he falls to his death in the Canadian wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I love this movie. I I think it's mm-hmm. a great time. I think every aspect of it is is clicking together in a way. Like, everybody was on the same page when they made it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. It's perfectly casted. Oh, absolutely. Is, like... <laughs> oh God! It's it's what's his name? Macaulay Culkin's brother, Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin, so yeah, he's good. so amazing. Yeah, I, I never paid uh, enough attention to him in earlier watches, and this time around, I was so just like, good. he's so good. Yeah, it's I like even from that first scene when like he walks in and it just goes through all the stuff in the apartment that's his, and it's like ding 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 mm-hmm. when it hits something stupid that belongs to Scott. Yeah. It's just like the little moments like that, and like when he's heckling the band at the Battle of the Bands and stuff. Right. And, uh, it's so funny. There's just so many little things in that movie. And like right. even even Knives' friend, like the girl mm-hmm. that's just in the background being like, you should wash that mm-hmm. out. Like just <laughs> She's like ranting and the friend's just there being super supportive. It's just all yeah. those little characters come together in a way that's just... And Aubrey Plaza? She's amazing. She's so I, funny. <laughs> I and, She's the uh, perfect amount of just dead... Tone yeah, that it needs <laughs> exactly. And they had that scene in like in the coffee shop when he goes there, and, and she's like, "I you told specifically told you not to fucking do that." But they have like the mouth thing happening, mm-hmm. which yeah. they had to do to censor it because it would have gotten a different rating if she'd been swearing that much. But it ends up adding so much by just being this like goofy little like thing that yeah. happens over the mouth, and it, it just it lends into the style of the movie, and is it's way better than if she was just swearing. Exactly, it's like all oh, these little things come together in such a way that it's just so fun mm-hmm. to watch. Exactly. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's a great. It's a very uh, fun movie. I have an off-topic thing that just came to mind when Go you for brought it. up coffee. But uh, <laughs> this has nothing to do with the movie. What are your thoughts on Tim Hortons? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was wondering that. I was actually going to ask <laughs> that as well. <laughs> okay. Tim Hortons used to be really good. Right. Like, really good. Like, they cooked stuff in-house. Like, they baked stuff in-house. And it was really good. And the coffee was great. And then they got bought out by the parent company that owns Burger King. And I feel okay. like it's just been this like slow downhill progression. And there's like rumors that like they they started using a cheaper kind of coffee. And then like McDonald's in Canada bought Tim Hortons coffee blend. So their coffee tastes better now. But it's just like it's just been this slow progressive downgrade. I used to go all the time and I still do sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, it like it hit a point it went like everything just started tasting gross for a bit too. like even okay. like their frozen blended drinks for like a solid six months i was like this is i can't drink this it tastes so bad mm-hmm. um but uh, it's like a canadian institution and uh you know it's you it's gotta, always going to be a thing but it yeah. used to be better it's a shadow of its glory days oh man yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's my pretty much that's pretty much what confirms what i heard yeah they actually yeah. i went to a tim hortons in some European country. I forget which one. I'm sure but, it was But yeah, they have a bunch of Tim Hortons in Europe. <laughs> yeah, they, they try to franchise out into different areas every now and again, and it like works to varying degrees, but usually not so well. But I'm, I think they try to more now because it's owned by Burger King's parent company. When mm-hmm. did this which downward... Which is everywhere. The downward progress start? Yeah, because <sighs> I had it back in at TIFF because I was... <laughs> yeah. I had it before getting in line for Joker. Yeah. 
overall crazy experience. And yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, it would have been before that. So it used to be even better than what you experienced. Oh, man. Like, it's not trash. Like, sometimes it's trash. And I know sometimes it's just because whoever's working doesn't care. But, like, they're, like, again, like, for, like, six months at one point, the coffee tasted like earwax. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because they were, like, burning it while they were making it. But <laughs> it's just, like, something was going on for, like, a solid six months that I was, like, I used to have to, to go to work at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. And it got to the point that I was, like, this isn't worth it. Like wow. being exhausted for the next eight hours because that's the only coffee shop open at 5 a.m. here. It's not worth it. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It, it got just that reminds bad. me of like the Harry Potter jelly beans, like earwax flavor. Yeah, exactly. It's in coffee. So like the only way you could kind of make it taste okay is if you just put like a bunch of like got them to like put a bunch of cream and sugar in it and stuff. And it was just, yeah, it gets rough. Yeah. You brought up McDonald's earlier and I'd like mm-hmm. to just quickly say their coffee is pretty good. Yeah. It's not, I, I had I it for the first here. time in LA. It wasn't that bad. I was yeah. expecting much worse. Yeah. I think it's actually really good in Canada. Apparently I've only ever okay. had it like once or twice and it was good. I feel like I need to have it more to confirm this whole theory that McDonald's bought the, the same beans <laughs> that Tim Hortons was at one point using. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, I, I hear people genuinely enjoy it. And a lot of people switched up and started going there instead. Yeah. yeah. Poor Tim. Poor now, Tim. How do you They're feel fine. about iced coffee? I like iced coffee a lot, actually. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah. Again, yeah. that almost that started becoming my go-to at Tim Hortons because they use some kind of different sweetener. And then again, they started tasting like us. And I'm like, what do you guys keep doing to your products? Right. And I, I'm sure it's because they know they can get away with it because people just get so used to these routines. And especially where I live, we actually have the most Tim Hortons per capita in oh, this wow. entire province or something, or at least the city I grew up in. So it's basically, you could not go two minutes in any direction without coming across a Tim Hortons. Like, it's yeah. just one of those things. Um, so people are just, it's ingrained. So people, people will do it even if it, they mentally know that it doesn't taste as good as it used to, like mm-hmm. they'll still just keep going. Cause that's just what they do. Yeah. People are like that. Yeah. Thing about, I, I love iced coffee. It's mm-hmm. just like yeah. the thing about so coffee is I need to pace myself. And I'm mm-hmm. sure I've already said this at some point on this podcast, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like if I drink it too fast, I just, I start shaking and yeah. it's overall just a bad day. Yeah. And iced coffee, it usually tastes so good, I just down yeah, it. Yeah, you, you can drink it. Yeah, because yeah, my absolutely. favorite is like La Cologne. It's like French for the Dove, and it's like a canned like cold brew thing. Okay, um, cool. And they have one that's like a triple shot of espresso that's Ooh. three cups of coffee in like one small can. And yeah. It's like you could drink that pretty easily in like two minutes if you tried. And it's Yeah, it's kind of dangerous. That's the downside. <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are we feeling for a rating overall? Uh, uh, I know I, you. <laughs> I rewatched it again this morning and okay. I once again gave it a five because mm-hmm. I just love it that much. It's yeah. just to me, that's that's what it is. It's just like it's a, it's my it's my five. Mm-hmm. I realize that, you know, if you're comparing it to other things that I've given it a five, it probably doesn't necessarily hold up in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But I just think for what it is and what it accomplished at the time and how many things have tried to either emulate it or like meet like meet up to what it is and have failed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving it a five. I think I love it. It's fun. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Jeff? Yeah, I think this film, though, is for a lot of people, it's like one of their comfort films that yes. they'll just like rewatch because it's a very easy film to rewatch. Yes. And a mm-hmm. lot of that's like the pacing, you know, because it's not it's a fairly long movie. Yeah. yeah. But it never um, feels for, like it's dull. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's one of those films where like I can't really pinpoint anything that I dislike, but I still it's like it doesn't feel quite a five. So probably like I think four and a half. Yeah. Totally I raised my score to a four and a half after this most recent watch. Yeah, that's what I, I did. Mine, it was amazing. at a four before. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> good, good for us, Jeff. Yeah. Progress. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a quick, because this kind of sparked a question I had, and I think about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I know earlier I said this isn't his best movie, mm-hmm. but I kind of take back what I said. <laughs> I... I think there, do you think there, there can be a difference between like a director's best movie and your favorite movie? Like, can you, I know some people get really weirded out by that because I think yes. this is his best movie, but my favorite is Hot Fuzz. I think you can for sure. Cause I both, to me, this is both his best and my favorite, but I, okay. I think that you can have that debate with a lot of different 
people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think you can say that. I think you can look at something and objectively see like, wow, he really nailed the pacing in this. The story's really great. All mm-hmm. the characters are great. Editing's fantastic. It's shot beautifully. Like all the individual parts come together great and I love it. But I have a bigger emotional attachment to this other movie. So that right. movie's always going to be my favorite, even though this yeah. one might arguably be his best. Something like For that. For sure. Yeah, I think you can definitely say that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so great. That was Scott Pilgrim. Uh, we finally talked about yeah, it, Jeff. I was <laughs> so say, good. though, yeah, we did, but I don't know if that was ever, like, something anyone was thinking about, because I feel like <laughs> everyone agrees that you don't have to think that someone's best movie is your Here's favorite the thing. movie. Some people do, though. You Some wouldn't think weird. that, Jeff, but reading comments, it is that, is that a, real, a lot. Yeah. Like, I feel like that probably that comes up a lot the, with, I feel like that probably comes up a lot with Tarantino debates. I feel like mm-hmm. that's definitely something that people would be like, well, Pulp Fiction will never be beat, but I prefer this one or Pulp exactly. Fiction, my favorite, but this one's better. I feel like that's a director. I feel like directors that's that are so known weird. for being directors mm-hmm. uh-huh. are going to be like that. So you probably get similar things with Nolan where someone's like, oh, well, you know, the prestige is his best movie, but I love the Dark Knight or something yeah. like that. So like people uh, feel the need that they have to point out that they think that even though it's their favorite, it's not the best. I think there's probably some people that are like that. Or there's people that just are staunchly the opposite. They're like, well, this one's the best, so it's my favorite. And if yeah. you and if you say, well, I mm-hmm. think that Insomnia is better. And they're like, well, Insomnia is not shot anywhere as near as well as The Prestige. So I don't know what you're talking about. And, <laughs> you know, so like I can see there's probably a lot of people. I think we've all learned that there's just... You spend enough time on Letterboxd yeah, and on YouTube. There's a lot of people out there. And you, <laughs> I should just start, yeah. I'll just start antagonizing people on Letterboxd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be, become like a big Life of Pi guy. <laughs> For no reason. Like, the CGI is never going to be beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They shot the whole thing on a kiddie pool. <laughs> um, cool. Well, are we cool with getting into some questions? Always. Amazing. Uh that's the question. <laughs> I thought there was like a jingle. No, well, we did have a jingle, but we tr- we scrapped it. I just love that you guys aren't at the level that you have video, but you, oh, you we have, have sound, sound effects. effects. Yeah. We, oh, we have I, a soundboard. Yeah, we yeah, have a whole soundboard. spend money on that. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, let's get into some questions. Uh, this first one, this is a fun one. It comes from... Truman Show Delusion 1, and it is, if you could be any Timothy Chalamet character, who would you be? Oof. Uh, now, to be fair, the man's career just started. We don't have a ton of movies to make. <laughs> we don't. Um, I guess I'm going to count Dune, even though it hasn't even come out yet. But how do you know if you're Dune <laughs> Timothy Chalamet oh, if you I, haven't watched it on yet? On an emotional level, I think we can all. <laughs> okay, that's uh, fair. Also, that the fact that that movie's not coming out till twenty twenty one, it just it's breaks a bummer. My heart. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. But I let me. Our options are like Elio from Call Me by Your Name. Do you like Call Me by Your Name? By the way, Amanda, okay. what are your thoughts on this movie? I think <laughs> it has a lot of really beautiful moments, and I think that the ending to Visions of Gideon is mm-hmm. so nice but i right. have such an issue with the age gap Thank which you. it's always such a thing that's super prevalent in any kind of like if it's a gay couple in a movie a lot of them insist on making these weird age gaps mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to like be really supportive of the fact that this relationship is going on but like no mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. yeah no so that's yeah so that's my feelings on call me by your name thank you <laughs> jesus i like the first time i saw it i was like why am i uncomfortable i feel like yeah. i shouldn't be i was so and I'm uncomfortable like, it's because army hammer is like 30 and he's rubbing this 17 yeah. year old boy's shoulders yeah and it's just weird yeah and like <laughs> timothy chalamet looks young and like yeah. army hammer doesn't look old but he certainly looks a hell of a right. lot older than timothy chalamet <sighs> and the age gaps there in the book too i actually think that the movie might make it more pronounced than the book does mm-hmm. but there's still an, a written age yeah. gap intentionally there Right. The book is way more erotic than it the is, movie, yeah. which is... I have issues with that. Yeah. So what you're saying is you wouldn't pick that one. I would so not probably pick, not. <laughs> probably no. not. I, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't... Come to think of it, I wouldn't pick uh, the beautiful boy character I was going to say, like, we don't uh, want to be... We don't want to be meth addicts here. Hot Summer Nights would be... I don't know if you saw Hot Summer I Nights. I did, yeah. It, it'd yeah. be interesting. 
I mean, I'm definitely picking Ladybird. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, you want Kyle? I'm gonna yeah. go no, Lori. No, I was just about to say Lori would be. <laughs> I'm gonna be Lori. He's so charming, and it's like, and he's miserable. <laughs> he's miserable, but he just like he he's, he's just chilling at the so same hard. time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I gonna mean, go Lori. <laughs> yeah, I'm only picking. Was it Kyle? Kyle, yeah, yeah from Ladybird. Yeah. yeah, just because he didn't really do anything wrong. He's just like a dumb high schooler. Right. Valid. So I'm like, eh. But he's not too he's much just such there. a. He's such he's a, a douchebag. He is a douchebag. <laughs> oh, he's a huge douche. <laughs> oh, we could also pick Zeffirelli from French Dispatch. That's not out yet. So if you're feeling I, like you want to live in a tub. Yeah. With a crustache, <laughs> which you've got a crustache working there right now. So like, you're starting <laughs> one, I think. You know. <laughs> I am. OK, I dyed my hair. If you could see. I couldn't I, tell. I, <laughs> I don't like how it turned out. I have considered multiple times about uh, buzzing it. And then it's growing the a mustache. It would be the that, time. It would be the time. It's a bold move, but it's it may, might just be the right move. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should definitely all support that. Yeah, I support that. I support. <laughs> it's not what I needed, but thanks. Um, yeah. Speaking of the French Dispatch, they just delayed that to yeah, October sixteenth, which is a bad thing. But that's my birthday, so hey. uh, I'm gonna consider it a win. Um, <laughs> Moving. <laughs> well, that answers that question, yeah. sort of. I think we're all on Lori's side, except for Jeff. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'll go Lori. Uh, that's definitely my number two choice. You just could be a wrench, like a drunk rich brat. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. fun. Right? Yeah, it's just like there's only so much you can do in like that long ago. Yeah, that's and true. like your your runner up choice to Sir Ronan <laughs> is Florence Pugh. Oh no, oh, what a yeah. horrible life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, this next one is framed as a question for me, but just trust me, it gets there. Um, it says, this is from Mr. Fred Flintstone. It is, Karsten, were you the guy that said, hi, Cole, I know Jaxie in the latest episode of Podcast But Outside, which by the way is a great (laughs) podcast. Yes, that was me. I, uh, just want to give a shout out to another podcast. I am in it for a second. Um, (laughs) but then someone asks, you will be burned at the stake for mentioning another podcast. Here's a question for you. Final meal suggestions. Mm. Um, so the question is final meal suggestions, but I wanted to shout out the other podcast (laughs) meals. Um, I'm a big fried rice guy. Okay. I think it's just, it has a little bit of everything and I think it'd be a good way to, (laughs) good way to go out. out. (laughs) Yeah. If we're talking like prison last meal so that I Mm -hmm. know that I have to trust like a prison institution to get me food, I'm thinking like. Like buttermilk fried chicken with mashed Ooh. potatoes and like the buttermilk country style gravy. Because yeah. I'm assuming they're going to go to a restaurant and get it. So like I could trust that. Yeah. I think that's a good hearty, like wholesome mm-hmm. meal to die to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll go that. I mean, I could argue you might want pre Tim Hortons, the, the good era. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's definitely... Just yeah, have that sweet taste one more time. Oh yeah, yeah dear you, bud. So you have to first request to be killed in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jeff? I think barbecue. Express. Okay. No, I think I think bar like barbecue from like Austin, Texas, or something. Okay. Okay, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I still want you to bring up Panda Express. I want. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you share your anecdote to the rest of the listeners as well as Amanda? I feel like <laughs> this has been brought up before, but I eat at Panda Express a lot. Like you've, I've you've probably eaten there a thousand times. Yeah, I've, I've eaten there over a thousand times. How do you yeah. know that it's over a thousand times? I did the math. <laughs> oh my god! It, it was at one because the thing is that you can do the math if you've gone there a thousand times because it like for a certain periods of your life you have to go there so often. That's true. That it, where I'm like, oh, okay, I know I went there at least like five times a week for two years straight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I've probably been to Tim Hortons definitely over a thousand times. <laughs> but that's like, coffee. It's that, like that's not, true. It's a little different. But yeah. I appreciate you trying to make me feel better about. Yeah. That. No problem. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, I've had Panda Express once. Really? Uh, they don't did you have not it like here. it? Oh. Well, they don't have it here, so I only had it once in where was I? L.A. LA on okay. campus, mm-hmm. one of the camp, one of the school campuses. I don't, I can't remember where. Yeah, nice. I was there for something. Yeah. So oh, I have a quick good. question. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you watch hockey? 
No, actually, that's like the one Canadian thing I don't check. Like, it's one of those things if it's on TV, I can get like Mm -hmm. pretty interested in what's happening, but I don't follow any like actual sports. I have a jacket that has like a Mighty Ducks patch sewn on the back of it, but that is for my love of the Disney movies, not. Oh, yeah, which is hilarious that they made the Disney movie into an actual team. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, it was owned by Disney. Exactly. Best logo. But then they had to get rid of it when the ownership changed or something and now they they're horrible but anytime i go to anaheim like a fair amount oddly enough so anytime i go through like security they're like oh my god and i'm like yeah totally for the hockey team don't hit me (laughs) Um, but uh but yeah no don't uh not a huge hockey fan but my parents weren't really sports fans i went through a phase when i was in daycare that i said i liked hockey a lot and i did have fun talking about hockey with friends and different stuff but i never had the opportunity to watch it Right. So we yeah. would just be like playing with hockey cards. And I'm like, the Colorado Honestly, Avalanche are my favorite. Like, that was yeah, that. <laughs> it's, which is good because the Leafs would be a huge disappointment to have followed your entire life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, I, that's the thing. Like, there's no hockey team in the province that I live in, at least not mm-hmm. like at the NHL level. So there's nothing that I feel the need to like. Yeah. So I can just pick any team I want. If I want to support oh, yeah, somebody, yeah. I'm like, you that logo's cool. Actually, yeah, our exactly. logo's not cool. It's very minimalist <laughs> and weird. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like they're all going minimalist. And I'm like, can't y'all just go yeah. back to those cool 90s ones? No, okay, like, those the were best dope. ever one was the Phoenix Coyotes. Yeah. Like the one, it was like this really abstract, Phoenix, like, coyote like a holding coyote a hockey that, stick. Yeah, yeah, that one was really that cool. That was the best one. That was yeah. like a Picasso art Yeah, piece of it was. Uh, and the sharks, I think, have always looked pretty cool too. Like the San yeah, Jose that's Sharks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's I like the penguins. Their old one was nice. <laughs> yeah, their old one was nice. I like penguins. <laughs> but that's like the a, thing. So with the stick. Yeah. Unlike an American who doesn't watch hockey, you still know like all of the teams and their I logos. I do. And, and I know old that like most of, Yeah, exactly. I know most of the 90s ones and I know that most of your good players are from Canada. Oh, so yeah. like every time you guys are well, winning and I'm like look at yeah. your team and where they're from. Right. You're like, "Oh, Steven Stamkos, he's from Markham, Ontario." Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But actually, Tampa has a lot of good players from Russia. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's either Canada or Russia. Like once they started like bringing those Russians in, it was all over. Yeah, it's our best players are Canadians, Russians and Swedes. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, that's been my Uh, hockey talk. Jeff, I knew you would find a way to squeeze it in. I was just waiting for (laughs) it. Just waiting for it. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about a Canadian movie, so it was bound to to happen. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I, I was hoping that he would have to beat up a hockey player. Yeah, that no. would have been a good scene if they he had to go to a hockey made, game. Yeah, and like then if he, Lucas and then there was a player Lee, on the ice. Yeah, and like he had to go on the ice and like do a hockey fight. That would have been good. That would have actually been good. Like if Lucas Lee had been like a like a professional hockey player before he was mm-hmm. an actor before he instead of a skateboarder. But yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, we <laughs> got Pilgrim two. <laughs> <laughs> Seven more X's. I'm down. Uh, this next one is framed for Jeff, but once again, it could apply to all of us it of is mm-hmm. jeff as you secretly want to talk about packing instead of films here's another question for you if coronavirus wasn't happening where would be your dream place to go currently and what would you bring uh, currently it's basically um, just asking where what's your dream place to go yeah yeah what i've boiled a, this down to i mean i still want to go to a lot of places right um, and you've done a lot of traveling so yeah a lot yeah a lot in the last year but that's the thing is that I really want to go back to like Scandinavia and go to like Finland and Norway, mm-hmm. nice. but not now because it's still too cold. So yeah. Yeah. if it was now, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I also maybe somewhere like Madagascar. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. See some lemurs. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. Ooh, same. Yeah. I, I almost said Japan. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a big place for sure. It's my dream place. Oh, yeah. And what would I bring? Well, if I was going to Madagascar... That's a good question. Probably a lot of my clothes I still have from when I did archaeology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I watched Cars 2, so I was like, Tokyo <laughs> seems cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go to Japan at some point, but I feel like after all this, I just want to go somewhere like nice and just yeah. relax. So yeah. like maybe Hawaii. I've nope. always wanted to go yeah, to Hawaii. I've never been. Like right. learn to surf. That'd be fun. Because uh, I was actually supposed to be going to New York for the first time in about a month with Ooh. my parents. I was like, yeah. I surprised my dad with a trip for Christmas because he's never been anywhere. Uh, so that's not happening anymore. I make the joke. I'm like, this is actually all my fault for actually convincing. Like, mom hates traveling. My dad's just never had the chance to. So it's my fault mm-hmm. for actually orchestrating something where they were down to go on a trip. Um, 
So Dang. yeah, that sucks. But uh, yeah, no, I think places I, somewhere I haven't been yet. I think Hawaii would be really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you eventually go to Cannes, I mm-hmm. guarantee you'll yep. love it. It's a great place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hear. I was really excited. So ugh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Have either of you been to Alaska? No. No, and I'm very. I, I want to do like a a road trip up there. Yeah. Which would be hard. That would get be out hard. Yeah. of Canada. But yeah, yeah, you're going right up BC. I had a friend that hitchhiked to Alaska. That's impressive. I, uh, yeah. yeah, he got there and then he had to get a job like doing fishing to buy a car to drive back. And I was like, was it worth it? Like, yeah, like <laughs> but is that- I, I respect it at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. Alaska is um, also strange just because it's like. It looks more like Canada than the U.S. because it effectively is just part of Canada. Yeah, it is. definitely yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like, the up. whole thing where there's, like, times of the year where it's just, like, dark all the time. Oh, yeah. Or right. vice versa. It's bright all the time. Like, that's weird. <laughs> that part's weird to me. I You brought up surfing earlier. Mm-hmm. I can see all three of us. We all give off the energy <laughs> that we would be good at surfing. So I, am I, I alone on this? Hell yeah. I'm no, from let's Florida, do it. so I have vaguely tried surfing before. Yeah. Is it because like I grew up on the beach in Florida and mm-hmm. like my brother was friends with someone who their two brothers were professional surfers. OK. Right. Like like nationally ranked, like mm-hmm. top like 20 or something. Yeah. Um. So like I was in the environment where I would have had every opportunity to be good at surfing. And I think I tried it like once and I hated it. <laughs> OK. <Damn>. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I tried and it, it once bad. a little bit here because you can do it mm-hmm. in Nova Scotia, but it's like really cold because uh, usually yeah. the water is only like it's it's basically mm-hmm. eff- effectively where they filmed Lighthouse oh. is essentially <laughs> where you would. So like uh, it can be pretty rough, but I had some friends who got pretty good at it. But I'm like, no, I want to do it in like a warm place, you know? Yeah. I want to do yeah. it somewhere that's like nice. Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I finish and you get on the beach and you're drinking like a Mai Tai or something like that's what exactly. I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now, I, I will like- say that. I grew up in Florida on the Gulf side, so we our waves weren't that big. Okay. Oh. Still. <laughs> but still. Yeah, it's it, you still can. It's just like the waves aren't that great. Yeah. Um, I'm really good at longboarding, so who knows? Yeah, I'm decent uh, at that, and I'm decent at snowboarding. I haven't done it in a while, but... Awful at snowboarding. Do you have a... It, as someone who snowboards, do you have a thing against skiers at no, all? No, I don't. Okay. Thank you. I know some people do, but no, I, I don't have a thing against it. Sometimes I actually prefer snow blading, mm-hmm. which ah. is just like the short skis. That's very fun. Um, yeah. I was hoping like, it was like a Johnny Tsunami situation. <laughs> 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 like this is our part of the mountain. This is our part of the mountain. I'm sure there are people that are like that, but <laughs> yeah, not not so much here, I guess. But I'm sure it's. I feel like it's more. It's. I don't even know. I feel like it would probably actually be older skiers maybe having an issue with, like, younger snowboarders. Yeah. You know? That's the thing. Snowboarders, no offense, are more obnoxious than the skiers. Yeah, well, like, but actual snowboarders, for sure. I wouldn't yeah, consider yeah, myself yeah. a snowboarder. Gotcha. I've just gotcha. done Snowboarding it in the Snowboarding is way harder than skiing. It's hard. It is, yeah, because you have your, so yeah, you're locked yeah, in. You have to, like, car. You actually have to, like, car up to, like, not die, where yeah. Yeah. Skiing, skis, you, you can just, just go, pizza. It's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, I want to go faster. French fries. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that does it for questions. We can start uh, wrapping up. I don't even remember what any of the questions were. Yeah, I I haven't pulled up and I don't either. Um, Part of the wrap-up, we usually read a review uh, as a way of encouraging people to leave some nice reviews on Apple Podcasts. And this one comes from Katrina Forche from the United States of America. And subject line is Recipe for Success. And it reads, this podcast is great background noise while I steadily lose brain cells playing Papa's Hot Doggeria to completion. <laughs> I feel I don't, better for knowing this. Yeah. I don't read these reviews before I read them. So you guys got to give me a break. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you, um, Katrina Forche. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we'd like to thank our lovely patrons. Um, if you would like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes. We just put one out. Uh, Q&As, Google Hangouts, and shout-outs at the end of every episode, which is what we're about to do. Um, 
So we'd like to give a thank you to Alex Davis, Allison Grace, Boat, Connor Holmes, Eden, Ethan Kell, Hannah E., Holly Edwards, Iva, Joshua Kuzwicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Olivia Robinson, Philip Hagelberg, Ready Steady Ernio, Sergio Palacio, Sophia Arieta, T-Sizzle, Vegard Strom, and what if one has already caught thou one the flip side? Thank you. That was a username. <laughs> um... Great. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Um, Amanda, thank you so much for coming to this and uh, taking some time out of your day. Yeah, thank you for having me To be a me part on. of this mediocre film podcast. Yeah. No, uh, I love it. <laughs> you also have by far the best background, even though we don't do... See, you were ready if we did have video. Yeah, I, would, yeah, yeah, I asked because I have like a better camera that I would have turned on. But like, You yeah. have Scott Pilgrim Pop, Pop figures. Funko figures, which... Yeah. I know that everybody hates those things, but I love Scott Pilgrim so much that like I was like, I must you have all to, of yeah. them. And honestly, Pe- could probably pay for a semester of university in Canada if I pay- if I sold all those. So, <laughs> just so you could also you could also pay a lot of medical bills. Yes, that uh, is yeah. true, which I don't have to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah. Um, Do you want to plug anything before we head out? Yeah, I guess if you enjoyed my rambling, feel free to check out my YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm getting really close to 100,000 subscribers. I'm at yeah. like 91,000 right now. Uh, so it's Amanda the Jedi. Uh, and if you want to follow me on like Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, it's all the same thing. Amanda the Jedi, you can find me there. Appreciate you joining in on the discussion if you decide to. Amazing. 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 Um, I think I'm at like six subscribers. Amazing. <laughs> Inspired. <laughs> Jeff has one video on his channel and it's a song. <laughs> About him being a praying, praying mantis, I think. How does you he have something not else have a million? <laughs> I, that's my question. I mean, like for real though, that does seem like something that yeah. like YouTube would just it's run like, with. Yeah, it's 2008 YouTube. Yeah, yeah. it's a praying mantis. Yeah, I, I was just a de- I was a decade too late. <laughs> yeah, if you just waited well, like three more years, you would have yeah. caught three up. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just I'm just gonna redo the Numa Numa dance. Yes. <laughs> We're trying to get him on, by the way. Oh my um, God. Are we? Did you reach out? Uh, I'm going to after this. We're going <laughs> to do our best. That would be <laughs> phenomenal. Um, sweet. Well, Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Uh, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.